1159 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. Thursday, Firearm Travel and the Gun Show Loophole Tour. On Thursday, we explore the gun shops, shows, and firearms museums we have visited. Since 2016, we have traveled over 60,000 miles through 29 states to visit over 200 gun shops and more than 30 firearms museums. We'll also take a look at 2A rallies and gun shows from all over the United States. And welcome everybody. This is our Daily Gun Show. We come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern time, the metric time zone. Some people say it's the only time zone that's metric. So here's the deal. We uh, go live every day, every weeknight. We go live in the middle of the night because I value the people that reset the world and do all the stocking and all the cleaning and all the shuffling around of all the stuff that everybody else takes for granted. So if you're watching this live, you're appreciated. Uh, anybody else you're listening to it in the future? That makes you some kind of future time rider. So well played. Uh, people that are watching this thing live get to comment on the show. Normally, I would have a poll up so you could poll the thing also, which is pretty fun. But I don't have a poll up because I almost forgot about the show today. Uh, let's see what else we got going on here. We do this thing live and that way... I uh, normally would have the screen being shared right now, too, but we uh, allow the people who participate in the show to be part of the show. That's what it's all about. You can be part of the show even if you're listening to this in the future by leaving comments wherever it is you happen to find this podcast. Here's the deal. For 1,300, 1,200-something episodes, we've posted this thing out as a podcast and a video uh, on the various platforms and distribution systems out there. Then we took a while off, maybe a year off, whatever. And then we're doing season two, so 1,300 episodes in. We are, yeah, 1,300 episodes in. We've now got everything back up on all those podcast platforms. So if you're out there listening on a podcast platform, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, there's a lot of episodes for you to go back. This is... Uh, project that's been going on since 2016 and it's had a couple of different versions for the most part our goal is to and it has always been to share our second amendment share our gun community and the various facets and uh, depths of it there's a lot of it and it goes back a long way it's going forward a long way it's really neat so anyway there this is an attempt to share just how vast our gun community is. You know what? I don't even know if this thing's working tonight. I'm not getting any feedback from anybody, so I don't think this is getting uh, viewed by too many people live tonight. 
Uh, one of the drawbacks of one, sucking. I don't, really don't put a lot of effort into this as far as production value. It's just all about the data. It's all about what we're talking about. Some people don't want that. They don't value it. They don't show up. And then two, I'm doing it on Every Second Matters. And everybody hates Every Second Matters today because nothing's really gone well with Every Second Matters today. And I'm being quirked. I've been quirked all day by different shows. It's just a horrible day to try to do stuff. And it's a Thursday. And oftentimes Thursdays suck. A lot of people say Thursday's the worst day. I don't think it is the worst day, but it's not always a good day either. Uh, aside from that, yeah, this is just boring. So now we're going to talk about travel and training. Uh, I think I talked about training last week a little bit. So I think we'll talk about travel this week. No, actually, we talked about both last week because we were talking about KD's train and learn event. I was really hoping to have uh, some of the people on who went to the event to do an after action. However, some of the people I know that went didn't go. And I haven't talked to the other people that went to schedule something like that. So stay tuned. If I can, I will. But uh, so we're going to talk about travel again this week because this weekend is the Blade Show in Atlanta. So that's an opportunity to talk about a destination. Now, it's not guns, but it is arms, I guess, if you go around fighting people with knives. But knives are just useful, interesting, fun things to have, and they can be an indication of your personality, your interests, uh, your uh, abilities, right? Having a knife that you can whittle with says a lot about somebody. Having a knife that's useless says a lot about somebody. Having a knife that's garbage says a lot about people, right? Uh, so we've got uh, the Blade Show coming up this weekend, or I don't know. I don't think it's happening right now, but it's happening this weekend. Um, wait a minute. Is it this weekend? I guess I don't even know. I'm trying to remember here. No, I think it must have been this weekend because that's why we made this show about Blade Show, right? I guess I should verify what I'm even talking about. I guess yeah, I totally forgot about this show. Yeah, Blade Show. So it must be this weekend. Uh, June 3 through 5th. Yeah, so now we know for sure that it starts tomorrow through the weekend. So here's the big deal about Blade Show. I've kind of wanted to go to it for a while. When we first started doing uh, online stuff, let's just say 2004, I started doing gun stuff first. We did other stuff, actually, fishing and other stuff. And then I was like, if I'm going to do stuff online, I'm doing gun stuff. Period. Like, I'm not going to do stuff online and hide guns. Like, it's just too much of my life. I'm not hiding it. So then I started to do gun stuff. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I like gun stuff more than the other stuff. So it pretty much emphasized this stuff. But we did technically do knife stuff first. So um, I've been aware of Blade Show for a while. Then when we started uh, traveling, I was like, oh, wait a minute. If we're traveling, I could go to Blade Show. But then I never did because I don't put enough priority on blades because I just don't put any priority on them. Another reason is this is going to hurt. Toughen up. Blade people are kind of weird, and I don't really want to hang out with them. They really, really, really like knives, and that's kind of fine. I don't have a problem with that. I dig it. They're just kind of weird. So I just don't want to talk about knives that much. But, uh, you know, there's some knives I like, right? So uh, I get it. But uh, and I just don't want to go hang out with them that much. I'd like to go to Atlanta or Hotlanta. I don't know how you're supposed to say it. I wouldn't mind going to Atlanta and then going to that Blade show, seeing what it's all about. Maybe buying a knife. I don't know. Maybe hang out with a couple of Blade people. I don't know that, man. I'm trying to think of who I know that's a Blade person. But 
just in general. The EDC people can be a little bit much. But uh, hang out with a couple of them and then get an idea what's going on there. But then there's so much gun stuff in that, in that city, in that state, that there's plenty to keep you occupied with. Let's talk about the most important stuff in or around Atlanta, Georgia. That's guns. I don't know that much of it. I just know the main thing is, thanks to Artisan Tony, the Chickamauga Battlefield, which is north of Atlanta a little bit, but don't worry about it. Nothing in the East Coast is far from anything. It's all within two hours of everything. So just north of Atlanta is the Chickamauga Battlefield, and that's where you'll find the Fuller Gun Collection. One dude's collection of a specimen collection of actions. So all different kinds of flintlocks and match locks and wheel locks and this and that, breaching, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know them all because I'm not into them. Definitely into that museum. It's really cool. Uh, cannons and artillery out front. There's, if I remember right, like a cool diorama thing. When you first go in there, there's some uniforms and artifacts from the battlefield. And then they leave the battlefield as it is. I don't get the Civil War. People that live over there, that's your thing. We got one Civil War battlefield in Arizona, and we just talk about it. We don't do nothing there. But I understand that a lot of people leave those battlefields where they're at for why they do it. I understand it, and that's what they do there. So get the significance of a battlefield left intact. You can go Chickamauga and check out that Fuller gun collection. Now there's also... Thanks to Johnny Roland Shooting Show, some other museum that's kind of by the Glock place, kind of by Smyrna, which is uh, some kind of other museum, and it's got a train and there's some guns in there. So if you want to check out a second museum that's near Atlanta, there's a gun museum with a train in it. Look that up. I don't know what it is. It's on the Johnny Roland Shooting Show. Uh, and then I remember everybody telling me about some giant gun shop. So I don't know about that one. I didn't know about it in 2012, or maybe it didn't exist when I was there in 2012, because that's the last time I was in Georgia. But I know about pawn, what's it called? What's the pawn shop that Eric goes to? That Moss Pond. There's Moss Pond there, unless it's gone. Then that place is worth checking out, because that's where Iraq veteran came from. And I don't know if it's exactly the same, but if it is, then you can hang out and you know, just watch Eric's videos from back in the day, and then he'll be in that shop, and you can go in there, and that was pretty neat. You can go across the street, interesting pawn shop. It's interesting, let me put it that way. Then, then you leave Eric's shop. <clears throat> you leave Eric's shop, go north, I think. It's either north or, well, it's definitely east, and I think north. Maybe it's, I think it's northeast. You leave the shop, and then you're going to find a really cool surplus store. And I'm telling you, there ain't that many good surplus stores in this country. One of them is in Atlanta. So right there, that's as much as I know about Atlanta. But those are things you could go to while you're at Blade Show. And then maybe there are other things. There must be some other things to do. Glock Factory is in Atlanta. They never let us in. But a lot of people like Glock. If you want to know more about Glock, check out RNL Displays. They like Glock so much that they make some kind of display for your guns that fits Glocks. You can buy one off of them. It goes to a, a real company in New York. They're made out of wood that's probably from a tree. And this money stays in New York. And would be appreciated if you buy something over there. Oh, what's going on over here? Um, we're talking about... Star Trek or something? All right. 
Woods is out there. Good evening. Somebody showed up for the show. Buck 110 for life. Just bought a buck for $5. Nice. Oh, no, that's buck 55. Does that mean it's $55? That seems like a little pricey for a buck. You paid 110 for that other one, so I guess it's a good deal. Uh, then you got... It's cool, but only half school is 110. See, I know I got what you're going there. Uh, I'm okay with Glock with bucks. You know, they're okay. They're kind of like is a buck a 1911 of knives, or would a Bowie? No, a Bowie knife would be a flintlock. So, I guess uh, no. Is a K bar a 1911? Uh, for some reason, none of the other chats out there care enough to ask what gun a buck knife would be. One, and they also don't care to verify with you that a 1911 is probably a K bar. I'm pretty sure they should go together. You can we'll give the 1911 to the Marines. They they've they've been pretty handy with them. Um, I'm not taking the Beretta, but we're letting the Marines have the 1911. We'll just go with the uh, what do we get? Stupid M7, I guess. That's all we need. Uh, let's see. The buck is the 1911 a full. I just said it again. I'm going to say the buck is like a Model 10, Smith and Wesson Model 10 revolver. So people that don't know what a Smith and Wesson Model 10 revolver, it's basically your victory model, military and police. It's sort of the revolver that all cops carried up until Barney Jones. Whenever the 70s happened and all the cops switched to little tiny 38s. They all carried a Smith & Wesson Model 10. And I guess I'm not screen Sharon. Excuse me, let me bring Sharon over here. Let me screen Sharon available, please. There we go. Uh, so this would have been Smith & Wesson Model 10. What's, oh, come on. These aren't what Model 10s look like. Oh, look, it says Model 0 because my 1 doesn't work. That's what a Smith & Wesson Model 10 looks like. It's basically a generic model, or it's a generic Smith & Wesson from the 30s to 50s, maybe, something like that. That's a buck knife to me. I said it. And then here's the buck knife we're talking about. You can type in buck 110. It's basically a boring old knife that your grandpa would have carried around. Actually, yeah, depending on who you are, your grandpa would have carried this around. I don't know what the 55 is. Let's go figure out what a 55 is. Probably something different. Oh, really? Did they really just make a smaller version of the 110 and call it a 55? Seriously, Buck? Here's my problem with Buck. They're not paying me, and nobody else pays me. You can see at the bottom of the screen it says, our Patreons make it possible for me to take the time to do this stuff. Uh, to post the podcasts and to uh, distribute the stuff out there, uh, post the websites and whatnot. It means I can say whatever I want about stuff. Buck was a jerk to me in 2010. I spent every penny I had to bring me and Angie out to stupid North Carolina to go to the NRA show. And uh, we had just been doing video, second year doing video. I won't even brag about how many videos, 345 videos at SHOT Show that year. We're at, at the thing. We literally brought video to, we brought SHOT Show to YouTube and we brought video to SHOT Show. We go to NRA show and we're like, we just did it. We're ready to do this for real. And Angie was working at WOMA. So 
we're talking like we were on, but we had both genders covered. And I go to shot or I go to NRA show and I'm walking all around. And then I go to the buck booth and the, the way that they treated me, it's 2022 and I still wouldn't buy a buck and I'll still take the time to say fuck buck because of how they treated me in 2009. No, 10. Screw buck. I like, I used to like bucks, but man, I've never been treated in such a way. I'm just saying. Actually, I've said that many times over the years because that's how bad they treated me. And all I did was want to take a video of their stupid ass knives, asshole. Things are different now. Now you can walk right up to somebody at Chacho or at NRA show and be like, where do I take the video? And they go, oh, right over here. I'm right over here. I don't know. Buck does that. They probably are still mean to people, still victimizing people out there. Uh, is a Henry Big Boy? Oh, snap. Oh, snap. I think we got to change things up here. So a Smith & Wesson is big and clunky, but it's also elegant. It's made out of the metal that makes you proud to have a human interface with metal because it's freaking amazing. A Model 10 is just enough metal where you want it. It's 30s. It's 1930s. It's 1930s technology. They knew what they needed to have there. And then they stripped away what didn't need to be there so that it looks cool. And it is what it is, right? That ain't a buck 110. A buck 110 is a shit ton of brass, wood for no reason, and then a knife, right? So a Henry, not the Henry from back in the day, but a Henry big boy, not a yellow boy, which maybe, but a big boy, I think that's that new one, right? I don't know how to spell Henry. Mm -hmm. I should know how to spell Henry. Big boy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Look at all that brass. All that extra wood for no reason. They bulged it right here just because they could, just because they had extra wood laying around. All that extra wood, all that extra brass, and inside of it a gun. And the gun works. It's all right. Super heavy. That works. Um, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, I like Henry Big Boy. Now, Woods, I don't know if he's going to agree with that or not. Um, I know, I've had bucks from forever. I can remember my first buck. It was, was actually not a buck, but, you know, my buck first buck style, which I'm happy now that it isn't a buck, actually. Um, I, I don't understand what you're saying. Up until, shit, the 90s? The buck would have been the only folding knife you would ever even consider owning. And then it took a little while. It took a little while to not want to carry around a giant buck. But, but some of that was Stockholm Syndrome because I had been carrying around that giant chunk of brass and wood for so long. I felt like it was somehow wrong to carry around a knife that was useful but also better and lighter. So, you know, you feel bad when you start to carry something else. But I get you. I'm not... I don't have a problem with the knife that much, other than the way I was treated by how horribly I was treated by them. Um, they will order to go to a Smith and Wesson because, and after war, it would allow them to have a five-inch barrel on an automatic handgun. I don't know what we're talking about. I'm missing something. I'm missing something there. 
Oh, hold on. We're talking about locations. New Jersey. Well, hold on. Are we talking about Henry? Henry is only headquartered in New Jersey. They're made in Wisconsin. And then Idaho. I don't know what Idaho is. Wait. Um, well, we don't know where the Model 10s are made. Well, I think there's lag or something because I don't know what everybody's saying stuff now. So I messed up. Sorry, I'm out of order or something over here. Um, so did we say uh, what the equivalent of a spider co is then? Uh, so we're looking for which gun uh, spider co would be. And then, of course, there would be the Gerber. I think everybody knows what that is. It even rhymes with what it is. And then there would be the Benchmade. We all know what that is also. Oh, we totally know what Benchmade is. It's obvious. So obvious. In fact, it's super obvious. So obvious. And then what else is there? Is there any other knives? Mm. Mm, no. Is there any other knives? And then what would be the Glock of knives? That's the question. The Glock of knives. All right, I guess Wesley's taken off. Kershaw? I don't really consider Kershaw knives. I guess I don't have a problem with Kershaw. They've been nice. Um, I just was never into them. They're kind of little. They're too dainty for me. Come on. What are you showing me baseball for? Nobody cares about that. Uh, where am I going to find the Kershaw knife? Okay, here we go. They're little. What the hell? Is this really their shit? This can't be their thing. There's no way that's their website. That looks fake to me. Uh, Kershaw Knives K. I what the hell? Why don't they have their own website? This looks a little bit more like it could be their website. Essie would be Beretta. I don't know about that one. Yeah, this looks more like their website, and these definitely look like Kershaw Knives. They all look like exactly like, oh, I'm gonna take a bicycle trip with very lightweight gear. Let me grab my Kershaw knife. Or, like, I need to put my gray poupon on something after I hang glide, so I'm going to bring a Kershaw knife with me. Look at, even in this ad, who the hell's eating a tom uh, an apple and a zucchini? I'm offended by that. Who's going to eat an apple and a zucchini at the same time? And if you are, you shouldn't have a knife. Who the hell eats an apple and a zucchini at the same time? So... You know what I'm saying? A little, a little sus. A little sus to me is what the kids would say. So Kershaw would be would be I don't know. Glock knife would be a knife for a Glock gun. Buck is post-falls. I don't know what that is. Am I reading the right language? Did I eat a bad apple and a zucchini combo? 
know what's happening. Um, yeah, a lot of people carry heavy stuff. I know Marines, so they just, they, if there's three options, they'll put two of them together so that they can be even more heavy than even one of the options alone. So I know people that carry heavy. Glock knife would be a knife for a Glock knife. Yeah, okay. So a lot of chats that are live and in the middle of the night, well, none of the ones in the middle of the night because none of those don't exist, but none of the chats that are live care enough about the listening participants because I don't call you viewers like a lot of them can put you down as calling you viewers because you're participating in this show. Uh, but a lot of the people that present an online conversation like this won't even have the decency to ask you what knives guns would be benchmate seems like kimber to me but i own neither well that's not what i was thinking but i'll take that i could see that i was not thinking that though um i have no idea what buck is is buck out here or are we talking about the knife again see now i'm mixed up buck is post falls like the cereal i don't get it I don't think I need to be in here, though. So am I still in here if I do that? Uh, Gerber is, come on, super easy. I put that one up here already, right here. Super easy. That one is so easy. Super, super easy. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other manufacturers. Where would I find a list of gun manufacturers? Does somebody have the forethought to put a list of gun manufacturers on the internet somewhere gun manufacturers that aren't uh trying to sell you everything from those manufacturers like in some kind of catalog just literally put them on there hmm hmm i wonder i wonder so we've got uh Oh, what would be a Raven? Nice. A Magnum Research? Uh, I like to think of a Mac. I know what a Mac is. I actually know what that one is. So if anybody knows what a Mac is, you'll win something. And now that made me think that should, I think, then something else. Oh, dang it. It made me wish I had some money because I could think of something to do with that. But anyhow, uh, NAA. So we'll put NAA in here. I click watch later to find a video if I fall asleep. Oh, okay. That's a good point. Since this is the middle of the night, that's probably a good strategy. Thanks for relaying that to people who probably don't have the resolution to stay up for an entire chat, even if it's a super lengthy chat that has no intention of even being short. Raven Eve is a gas station knife. No. Oh, I know exactly what a raven is. Wait. Kind of this, but not this. Because a gas station knife implies garbage, like impulse buy, shut up a kid, maybe give a kid a consolation prize, like he dropped something in the thing, like in the lake while he was fishing or something. Or maybe give a girl a knife so that she could whittle a new Barbie doll head. Stop complaining that the dog ate her Barbie doll head. 
Uh, right. But I'm thinking I would maybe accept hardware store knife. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference between that garbage at the gas station truck stop and the inexpensive hardware store. So I'll, I'll take hardware store, but I think there's probably a better one. Post Falls, Idaho. I think that means that's where it's from. Springfield? Oh, that would be an interesting one. Springfield Armory. Not the real one, the fake new one. Wilson Combat? Lorson can be gas station knife. Lorson. So here's how it works for anybody that doesn't know about the deal. Raven is the dad, or I mean the grandpa. He's the main deal. He's the guy that figured out after the 1968 import ban that there's still a demand and I can take my aircraft machinery and make guns out of Zamac and fill the demand, get guns into those people that can't afford anything fancy and give them peace of mind, let them exercise their rights. Let's stop some violence, right? Then his son is Jennings. His daughter is Davis. The son's stupid ass criminal friend, basically a criminal friend, is Lorson. Lorson is the one that gives everybody a bad name. Jennings is a bad person, but his guns are just inexpensive 22 versions of his dad's Raven. Lorson is the a-hole who just ran ruckshot. Is that the way to say it? Like, I don't know what the words are, but he's, he's the a-hole that was the just ruined it for everybody more than anything anybody else ever did. Everybody else basically just tried to exist. Raven, Jennings, and Davis. Lorson, bad dude, not as bad as Jennings, but bad dude, human-wise, and bad business, and bad gun manufacturer, so they get the gas station knife, for sure. Brico was the Jennings after he did stuff to lose his FFL and he gave the business to his wife. It was called Brico because Brian is the name of their son. So Brian's company was what came after Jennings when the dude who I remember I said Jennings, the son of George Jennings, Bruce Jennings is an asshole. He's a bad human. He's not a good dude. He just happens to be a gun manufacturer but we would not want to ever claim him. He's a bad human. That guy, one of the reasons he's, I say that is he was mean to his wife and they got divorced and he lost his FFL and his wife kept the company and they named it or she named it after their son. And that's Brico. They didn't do nothing to nobody except get sued out of existence by bad people. And then that's where uh, Jimenez comes in, but now those are, those would, well, those would be, well, I don't know. That would be a whole nother conversation about what knives those are. Maybe like some of the throwing knives that are in the back of catalogs or something. Gun, gun show knives, you know, they got a purpose. They're just not, they're like fire extinguishers. Okay. So let's get back to, we don't have anything for SIG. Bond arms, 
feel like bond arms, serbu, that would be an interesting knife. So here's what we're going to do. We're not going to answer all these tonight because I don't feel like telling you all the answers. You're going to figure them out for yourself. It's not necessarily a tactical quiz. This is just something to do. Keep yourself entertained while you're doing whatever tasks you got to do. We all got crap we got to do. Sometimes we can do stuff that our mind can be doing other things. So we're thinking about what types of knives represent these gun manufacturers. So some of the ones that we had out there were, oh, I was saying we kind of were going back back and forth. Like what kind of knife is what kind of gun and what kind of gun is what kind of knife, I guess. So when we were saying what would a Gerber knife be representing in the gun world, we didn't get an answer to that one. Uh, we've been, I've been chatting about Raven. I asked about NAA. Nobody said anything about that one. Uh, so again, these are things that you don't have to necessarily answer right this second, but if you come up with them, feel free to uh, leave them in the comments or whatever. Here they are. Spyderco, Gerber, Benchmade, DJ through Kershaw out there. Zudak is saying Benchmade seems like Kimber to me, but I own neither. Or said that earlier, I guess. If we get into too many of these, it'd be tough. I should be looking at knife manufacturers instead of gun manufacturers, really. Knife manufacturer list. And then when you spell it right, you get even more. Oh, that's a lot of different knives that have nothing to do with what we're talking about. So I guess I'll put in here a pocket knife. Some kind of catalog here will probably give us some uh, some ideas so we got case i think these are all case so that was actually useless spider co equals kimber i would have never thought that one now here's the thing if somebody does it by whether adjacent to or like in the same state you know that would be a different combo than what looks good together, different combo than like what kind of has the same brand reputation or flavor or whatever. Here we go. Benchmade, Spyderco, Boker. We never said Boker. What's this? Claw. Microtech? Kershaw, ZT. I don't know much about zero tolerance. I don't know nothing about Protech. I thought that was underwear. Gerber. We already talked about Gerber. Uh, what is this called? Is this Wii? I don't know what Kaiser, Kieser, Kieser. I don't know what that is. Kieser. Oh, Cold Steel. That's a good one. And then Cricket, CRKT, Columbia River Knife and Tool. We got F Buck. And then I don't know what this one is. Chris Reeves. I don't know nothing about them either.
Actually, now that I, I know people with ZTs, now that I see that logo on a knife, I do know people that have owned those and that won't shut up about them either. They think they're so great. Uh, I don't know nothing about this Wii other than I just seen them at SHOT Show for the first time and they ain't kidding around. They got a lot of booth space. Oh, what's all this about? I didn't know that that BRS. I'm sure you are. Butterfly Knife Company. If anybody's watching this and they make butterfly knives in the USA, send them over. I'm definitely one to pimp out USA-made butterfly knives. That's all I ever talk about. Send them over here and you will get the best reviews of your butterfly knives made in the USA. All right. I think we got everything from that list and that'll be enough because I am starting to yawn and I've done like three or four chats today already. I don't even get credit for this. So I'm leaving it at that. We're talking about travel. We're talking about blade show. We started talking about stupid blades because of blade show. And then we came, because it's really a gun show, we came back to what gun would these knife companies be? Question mark. So answer it the way you want or don't. That's the fun of not giving a crap about what you're doing with your business on the internet. You can either participate or not. And the people that do participate, not only will be better people and probably luckier in love and health and happiness, but also they'll leave behind a little happiness for other people to smile about. So you'll know that you've done better in the world for other people as well as just yourselves. And that makes the world better. So you're welcome. Thanks for uh, showing up and being part of the show. Uh, getting loopy, so I'm, I'm ending it. Don't be saying anything anymore. It's been, I don't know, a minute since. Oh, no, he has been saying stuff. Sorry. Benchmade equals Ruger. This is this is totally different things than I would say. Everything's a Ruger to this guy. Now Cold Steel's a Ruger. And now Benchmade is something Oregon. Are you just going with where they are? I know that some of these factories are like probably across the street from each other. It's just because Woods is the only one saying anything, I guess, is I didn't realize you were saying stuff over here. So I don't know how long. I guess you've been saying it for one minute. I didn't miss that much. Uh, anyway, what was I saying? We were talking about the Blade Show. Boom. Then we talked about Blades. Boom. Then throughout the challenge out there, put a gun type with the brand of knife. And we started talking about that, and then I started falling asleep. While we're talking so we're going to end it thanks everybody who showed up you can join us tomorrow on this show which will be earlier in the day because it's the weekly wrap-up where we take a look at all the different stuff that happened throughout the week that was focused on 2a and we talk about it and we start pushing that stuff out to the different platforms that are out there I think I alluded to it. Maybe I didn't finish the thought that uh, we put this thing out to the pad podcast platforms out there. So uh, if you are listening out there and you made it this far, well done. Thank you for that. Leave a comment. I'll see it. And then we'll comment on it. So uh, that's one way you can interact with this show. Although it will be on a future show, so you won't even know. See how we dabble in future tech here? And have conversations with people in the future via what we're doing right now, leaving messages for people in the future. And then they say stuff. And then in future shows, 
basically say even more stuff to the people in the future. It's kind of cool. And it's another way to do 2A. So with this, we'll wrap this one up. Uh, should I make this one over onto the podcast? I guess, why not? So some people will not post their good stuff or their bad stuff, I guess. They will post their good stuff usually. But they won't post their bad stuff because they're embarrassed or they think that their bad stuff will just give people, I don't know, some kind of bad idea of whatever or turn people off. I say, I don't care. People are going to do what they're going to do anyway. By putting this stuff up, it shows that, you know, it's authentic, but it's also letting people know that you don't got to be all worried about it and only put out stuff that's perfect because perfect is the enemy of good enough. And when we need all hands on deck, good enough is not just the, exactly what we need, but it's really the only thing that ever works. The perfect, the fancy, the, the best stuff out there is nice. And sometimes that can last a little longer, can kind of be remembered longer. It's certainly remembered longer, but, uh, and that can be useful. It can be necessary sometimes, you know, to offer value to something, but the true values and the people that are doing all that stuff. And that's all the people that are out there doing their thing. So thanks for doing that. And like I say, it's all hands on deck. This is a time when there's a lot of stuff to be working on and there's not a button to push that if we all push the button, it would be magic and we'd win. It's just everybody doing their thing has ripple effects and that's uh, valuable. And that has worked in the past and it continues to work. So uh, yeah, I'm rambling because I'm tired. So see you there tomorrow, maybe, or whenever, and leave us some feedback. And then uh, join us for one of these shows. And when I'm rambling like this, you can go, hey, you're rambling. End the show already. Then I play a commercial, and then it's over. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. Cheat. Ninja? Ninja! Tonight's episode, The Ripoff. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, check out our Patreon channel. The guys and gals at gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching gunwebsites.com. Do 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 do.